listening to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. We're the founders of Soul Shepherding, a ministry of teaching, spiritual direction, and counseling for pastors and leaders. For the next 20 minutes, we invite you into our home and our hearts as we share with you our intimacy with Jesus in life, love, and leadership. We're grateful that so many of you are listening that iTunes listed Soul Talks as new and noteworthy. Welcome home, honey. We've had quite a weekend. Taking a trip up to Bakersfield to celebrate my nephew's wedding, kind of family reunion for my side of the family it ended up being. That's another wedding with another of your nephews. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then we had some conversation around affirmation because one of the things that we do in celebrations with family members is to affirm the one we're celebrating. Yeah, because it was Andrew's birthday, the the other nephew that got married a month ago, whose, whose wedding that we performed, he and Brianna, that was so much fun. And so, yeah, we all went around this, the table and affirmed Andrew, and that was a, a great thing. And we've enjoyed doing that at our home, our kids growing up last 20 plus years, as we've had birthdays and different celebrations, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and anniversaries and so forth. It's it fun. is one of the things that I actually have come to really treasure and look forward to in celebrations is the affirmation, the opportunity. And it's kind of become a discipline for us, a discipline to do this. In fact, I had to discipline myself this weekend to take initiative to ask the family to participate in affirming Andrew. It kind of took courage for me. It did. I was so proud of the initiative that you took to say that, to direct the conversation towards the opportunity for all of us to offer a word of blessing on something that we appreciate and admire about Andrew and his personality and his life and his choices and so forth. Thanks. Yeah, it wasn't easy because I knew that for some of my family, maybe they wouldn't be comfortable with it. And so to take that leadership and ask them to do that, I felt like I was sticking my neck out a little mm-hmm. bit. But I was so thankful because those family members actually talked to us then the next day about yeah, it is uncomfortable. Why is it uncomfortable for us? And then as we got talking about it, they were able to identify it's because, well, for some of them, it's because they get emotional and they're uncomfortable expressing that emotion. It feels out of control. Yeah, I was real them. thankful that we got to have that conversation uh, about the time of affirmation and to hear how it felt for people and to draw them out and uh, understand that experience was like for them and answer some questions. It was, uh, that was a really fruitful conversation. Yeah. And then I was so surprised yesterday on our way home when my sister said, that was such a helpful conversation. You know, thank you for that. That surprised me. Well, and then she said, you ought to do a soul talks on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she did. And you can share my story. Yeah. So I think what was helpful for her was helping her identify that it is embarrassing to get emotional. She's, affirming her loved one and showing that emotion because there's been some unspoken rules kind of in the family that you don't show emotion or kind of some awkwardness around that. Yeah. And I think we all know how that feels. Mm -hmm. You know, we all more or less will get emotional in different situations where we have feelings that sort of surprise us or Mm -hmm. are more intense than we expected, or it's coming up in a context that doesn't feel safe. And so, you know, how do we deal with that? Yeah, well, and one of the things I think that was helpful was when you identified that that's happening because they're repressing their emotions. 
Yeah, that's a, a main thing that puts us in that sort of predicament is if we don't want to be feeling certain emotions like sadness or fear or uh, frustration, this kind of thing. And if we're squelching this and putting it down and so forth, it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. You can only keep it under there for so long, it's going to pop up. Yeah, so it's kind of surprising to think that these positive emotions would come up at a time like this in when you're trying to repress them or that you'd even want to repress them, but you can't really repress one kind of emotion and not another kind. By positive emotions, you mean like affirmation is something Mm -hmm. positive. And so why would there be like negative feelings around that? Yeah. But there's negative feelings in terms of embarrassment, maybe, or fear that they won't say enough or that it won't be taken as sincere. I know that's something I've struggled with in giving and receiving affirmation. Sometimes it's hard to trust that, oh, how could this person be saying this about me? How could this really be true? It's hard to trust mm-hmm. it's, that that could really be true and to receive it and believe it. And also in giving it, I'm sincere, but you know, sometimes it's hard for me. I'm afraid somebody's going to think I'm just flattering them mm-hmm. or just trying to like build up their ego or something. And that's not what we're talking about with affirmation. It's not like we're trying to just build up this person's false self, make them feel good about this false self or who they pretend to be or just kind of like maybe surface things that they're good at. We can include that, but we're really trying to more affirm their character and who they are, their giftedness, who God's created them to be. Yeah. It's not about just praising somebody's behavior or their accomplishments or successes, that sort of thing. And that's fine, but that's not really the heart of the matter. It's really about recognizing personality traits and things that are really personal that someone really puts uh, themselves into that expresses their uniqueness and their desires to make a positive difference in the world. And so, yeah, we're affirming those qualities that God has created in that person or ways that they've grown in God's grace and love and ability to make a difference in this world. Yeah. So when we got to do that for both of my nephews this weekend at the rehearsal dinner, we got to affirm my nephew was getting married. Mm -hmm. I got to affirm his positivity in a time of great suffering and Mm -hmm. how positive and grateful he was. And somebody else affirmed how generous he is and um, what a good leader he is. And then, you know, for my nephew, you know, somebody affirmed him, he's a youth pastor, that he's chosen to serve the Lord, even though it comes with very little money and that he sacrificed earning money for fulfilling his calling and his love for Christ. Yeah. So these are encouraging words that really build somebody up. That's, yeah. that's what affirmations are. But they're true about the person. Like it's easy for us to affirm, you know, Andrew's loyalty because that's a real character trait and a personality trait and mm-hmm. a value. And it's something that we've been blessed by. So those are things that I think are helpful when you're wanting to affirm someone to think about that is how do I feel blessed by them uniquely? How do I see and experience Christ in them in special ways? And then to be willing to put words to that without worrying so much about how it's going to come across, Mm -hmm. whether or not the person will trust it to be really earnest and authentic, but you just share from your heart what you've observed and something that would inspire and and bless your friend or your family member. And And you have to push through that awkwardness. I'm so grateful I learned to push through the awkwardness. I think about you know, my grandma, my grandpa, my dad, who now have gone to be with the Lord in heaven, And I'm so grateful I pushed through the awkwardness to tell them how I felt about them and to affirm them and to let them know 
how much I appreciated them and how much I loved them and how they blessed me. Because if they had been gone from my life without me expressing that, I would have regretted that. Yeah, so often we wait until people die before we say positive things about them and recognize their life and what it stood for and the difference it made to those of us around that person. Yeah, so learning to give affirmation to others has been an important learning. I'm grateful I've learned that. I've learned that from you a lot, too. You've modeled that well. You've always been affirming of me. I grew up with affirmation. You know, that was something that was a real blessing for me. Both my parents were very verbal about encouraging me with things that they appreciated about me and the way that I maybe would be helpful with my younger brothers and sisters or helping around the house or when I did well as a student in school or in sports, they would be there and they would recognize those things and talk to me about them and compliment me and celebrate with me. And so that really boosted my confidence. It just gave me a lot of energy that, that, yeah, I have something to offer here and I have some uniqueness. And I remember my mom teaching me how to read the Bible and study the Bible and how to really learn from God's word and apply it to my life. And then, you know, she would see me by myself, you know, reading my Bible and marking and highlighting and journaling. And, you know, she would compliment me, you know, Bill, you really have a heart for Jesus. And and I, I love the way you seek God's word. And then when she would hear me talk about things that I was learning from the scriptures, she would say that that really blessed her. And she would affirm that part of me just to really nurture and develop the spiritual man in me. I love that. And I think that we see that in scripture, how the father affirmed his son, Jesus. He said, this is my beloved son, whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You know, he's affirming him at his baptism. You know, other times in scripture, we see this. Yeah, the, then again, the transfiguration. Yeah. yeah. Same words are repeated there. Yeah, the father is just really loving on and blessing and validating and strengthening his son, Jesus. It's interesting to think about Jesus as a son of God and yet in his humanity, he needed that. He did. It was the most important thing in his life was the father and son intimacies and knowledge we read in Matthew 11. And then we see him passing that along, that affirmation, affirming others. We see him Mm -hmm. affirming the widow who gave her two mites and said, this widow gave all that she had. She gave the most. And he's affirming her sacrifice there, her faith, her yeah, generosity. Or Peter, who could be so impulsive and fickle and just overly ambitious and going out of ego. And he says, well, Peter, you're a rock, and I'm going to build my church on you. Yeah. And then we see often him affirming people for their faith. Mm. You know, woman, your faith has healed you. Or when the centurion comes to him and asks him to heal the servant and says, now I'm a man of authority. You don't need to come to my house. You know, you can just say the word. Mm. And Jesus says, wow, such faith. I haven't seen this kind of faith in all of Israel. And he affirms Mm -hmm. the centurion for his faith. Yeah, so many examples of just positive words of blessing and validation that come from the lips of Jesus. And I love what you're bringing out. You're saying that as Jesus experienced affirmation from the father so he passes that on to person after person yes yeah and so you know i want to live my life following jesus's example and so i take courage from him and his modeling there of affirmation and you know we see this other places in scripture we see paul do it affirming people in the church affirming 
thinking of him affirming the slave who served him well and ministered to him who's been sent back to his master. Mm-hmm. And Paul's affirming his slave and saying, receive him well. He did this, this, and this for us. He was such a blessing mm-hmm. to us. And he's affirming this slave. That must have meant so much to that slave. Yeah, or to Epaphroditus when he was discouraged and depressed and Paul lifted up his spirits. And yeah, and Paul's just like as the example of Jesus. Paul is sharing what he's received because Barnabas, whose name means son of encouragement, had so encouraged Paul mm-hmm. when he was really viewed with suspicion by the apostles and they didn't trust that he'd really been converted, that he was really on their side because just a few days ago he was killing Christians and, and Barnabas vouched for Paul and, and got Paul in there with the other apostles and giving him the right hand of fellowship, the Bible says, and, and kept encouraging Paul along the way. Barnabas was a real leader in Acts. We read Barnabas and Paul, Barnabas and Paul. And then later we, we read Paul and Barnabas, Paul and Barnabas. And so it was Barnabas's leadership and encouragement, which is why his name was listed first, that then was passed on to Paul. And then Paul became the great leader that wrote more than half of the New Testament. I think God wants us to receive affirmations when he gives them to people, I mean, if they're true, not if they're flattery, but I remember you early in our marriage would affirm me and you would see I didn't receive it. Mm-hmm. And it, it hurt you when I didn't receive it. It grieved you. And you would say, Christy, why are you receiving that? You're saying, oh, no, that's not true. Or you're discounting it or you're rebuffing it or you're dissing yourself because I wasn't comfortable with it. It was hard for me to trust. And then you said, no, I want you to receive it and just say thank you. Yeah, because when you didn't receive it, I felt sad. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm giving a gift that I I have to share that I want to pass on to you. And then when you're not able to receive it, it's like it's being rejected. And there's that connection that I'm feeling towards you, that appreciation I'm feeling isn't reaching your heart. And so, yeah, you had to work on that and learn to trust and receive and absorb and digest that positive spiritual nutrition that was coming your way. And I think receiving that from the Lord, believing some of the things in Scripture, His affirmations of us, you know, are true, and practicing receiving those have been really important for me, too. Yeah, there's so many promises for our identity in Christ, you know, who we are. They're just wonderful affirmations. I mean, like Jesus saying, you're the light of the world. So many of these are throughout the New Testament, Old Testament, too. And then are, are there some instructions about giving affirmation in Scripture that you can think of? Well, yeah, one of my favorites is Paul in First Thessalonians 5.11. He says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. And so, you know, he's instructing us that in our relationships, in our families and uh, in our church and with our friends, we need to really be intentional about elevating the conversation with some words of affirmation. And we need that in our relationships with one another in order to have the scriptures and the promises that are in the word of God to be enfleshed to us. Because except as we experience that with people who know us and care for us and that we trust, it's hard for the words of scripture to really stick in us. We can say we believe them and know them and recite the the promises, but they don't really get in until we experience it in relationship. And then that opens up our relationship with God, of course, which is by faith. And we can begin to really trust the spiritual reality of God's presence all around us and speaking words of love over us. If our friends listening to us on Soul Talks want to read anything on our website on this, what would you recommend? Well, we have an article I wrote uh, years ago when our kids were little and we were having conversation around the table 
and that led into some affirmations. And I affirmed our daughter, Jenny, as being just really a beautiful, inspiring, and lovely young lady. And Brianna says, well, what about me, Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) So what's that article titled? The article is titled, My Little Girl Needed Her Father's Blessing. And it tells the story of how I affirmed Brianna, who was just a little girl at that time. Well, as we close this soul talk, I want to affirm our listeners for being students, desiring to have this kind of soul talk in their life, to grow in their life, love, and leadership with Christ on a deeper level of discipleship, to learn to be more emotionally honest and open, to receive from God what they need, sometimes through others and sometimes directly through His Word or Spirit. So to each of our listeners, I bless you with the affirmation of the Heavenly Father and the Son, Jesus, and His Holy Spirit, whose scripture tells us, He lifts up His countenance on you. He's smiling at you. And I pray that you'll receive His affirmation today. We hope you've been encouraged by this episode of Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. The easiest way to listen to our weekly conversations is to subscribe through the podcast app on your phone or tablet. Or you can listen and subscribe on any computer through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and soulshepherding.org. Thanks for sharing Soul Talks with your friends. There are now a thousand of you listening each week. Until next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ. Christ.